ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston. I am here with Cousin Mike and the ever-beautiful Ref Vic, Ref Amy Veronica. Uh, We are going to be talking all about the WWE Tag Division and where it stands right now. But before we get there, go get yourself some merch at watermaneuver.net. Get your tickets for all things Coastal Championship Wrestling at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Make sure that you get everything you need there. Uh, tickets are selling out really fast. CCW is doing big things. Get everything you need. Get the merch. It helps us go to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Helps us pay for the, the tickets and for the parking and for all the things. Make sure you're listening on the podcast platforms uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google Podcast, Castbox, uh, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere you can hear podcasts, you can hear us. Make sure that you're you're throwing it on for us in the card. Helps us with a penny per play. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the like button. Leave us a comment below. Tell us what you think about the uh, about the the episode. And if you're listening on Sportswire or if you're watching on Roku TV, please make sure that you go over and you find us on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-C. You see that at the bottom corner of your screen right now. So, uh, Amy and Mike, let's jump into this a little bit. We're going to talk about the WWE Tag Division. Um, and and what I want to talk about here to start is the, the list of tag teams as they kind of stand right now, right? Um who has been pushed as a tag team, uh, whether they've been in ring or not as of yet. And whether or not you can see them having a legitimate run as tag team champions. Um, It's been a really long time since we've seen challengers being developed for the tag division in the WWE. Uh, And it's been a struggle bus, but I think that we're starting to see it be cultivated and be reshaped a little bit. Uh, in the Triple H era of uh, of WWE. So right now, as I see it, and tell me if you think I've missed somebody, uh, and if also if you're watching or if you're listening, you want to hit us up on social media or in the comments, let me know if you think I'm missing somebody, right? Um, right now, you've got the Usos, obviously the, the Unified Tag Team Champions. You've got the Street Profits. You've got Los Lotharios. You've got Los Mysterios. You've got Judgment Day. You've got Alpha Academy. You've got Miz and Ciampa. You've got Jinder and Shanky. You've got New Day, you've got Maximum Male Models, and you've got Viking Raiders. That's it. As best as I can tell, that's your tag division right now. Now, they paired AJ and Bobby Lashley on Raw this past week. And it was, listen, it was fun. It was a fun match. uh, because And it made sense. The way that the build happened with Miz and Ciampa, it made sense. I'm not going to include them. Because... We don't know that they are a tag team. They were paired together in this one instance a week after they had a match with each other, right? Um, so all these teams happening, do any of them really stand a chance as having a legitimate run as tag team champions, considering the run that we've had with the Usos for the past year plus, right? 
Um, let's go down the list. I'll ask you uh, individually. And obviously, if you're listening or if you're watching, let us know your thoughts as well. Cuz, uh, start you off with a nice softball here. The Street Profits. Yes. That's all I get. I get a yes. They're obviously the tier 1A tag team right now in WWE. Okay. I think that's more than fair. I think that's more than fair. Um, Amy, likewise, I'm going to I'm gonna tee you up with a nice easy one. Viking Raiders. Yes. Yeah, those are one of uh, Triple H's little or tag teams in the, when he was running NXT. So I could definitely see them becoming champions under the Triple H banner. Yeah, I think that their push has been uh has been super evident on SmackDown. Um I actually think that that the Viking Raiders will be the ones to dethrone the Usos. My opinion. All right. Cuz Los Lotharios, Angel Garza and uh and uh Humberto Corio. If they do, it's like a two week run. Mm. I don't mm. see them getting a long run with the belts. Okay. Um, there needs to be teams that need to be that you know can either be on the mid card and either get beat or win nothing tag matches. So these are my main event guys. Okay. All right. Amy, uh, Los Mysterios. I think the money's in them breaking up, not with them being in champions. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Because uh, Judgment Day. I don't think that they're going to get a run off the belts. I think that they don't need the belts. And they are more there to be filler for like big time feuds and everything like that on the card. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they want it, but to be honest, I don't think they need it. And I think it's them trying to use top tier talent in a spot where it gets them on TV and everybody gets to see them. Okay. Amy, Alpha Academy. Yeah, I could see them be- being like whoever dethrones the uh, Usos getting into a feud with them because they're they get they're kind of versatile in the way that they could be heel or face. Mm-hmm. So like I think they can work out really well, and I do like that dynamic together. Okay, awesome. Uh, Cuz Miz and Champa. Nah. feel like they're in the filler spot too like i feel like they're more trying to get Chapa up to speed and everything like that so that he could be a single on his own than being an actual like tag okay it's funny because i actually feel differently about that i think that um if the usos drop to the viking raiders or the street profits i think miz and Champa would be the team that like ekes out a victory playing up the heel card and then they get like a solid two month or three month title reign to put gold around Ciampa's waist um, and, and just, just give him that elevation because that, that 
even though it's not a singles title, it it automatically gives him a little bit more credibility. And I think they're trying to skyrocket his credibility without pushing him into the main event scene. Yeah, I just have a feeling that that, that pairing might not be long for being a pair. And that's that's a fair opinion. That's a fair opinion. Amy, one of your favorites. Jinder mm. and Shanky. You know what? For the lulls, maybe. <laughs> but no, I don't I don't I don't think so. No. I think Yeah, I just don't see it. Like it's no. Just no. Okay. Cause considering where they are and how they've been booked recently, the new day. Uh I think they're in the spot of putting over talent right now. They, they honestly between the two of them like they've already done so much in the company that unless Xavier Woods you know turns heel like I wish he would and goes and does his own thing I just they'll obviously get more runs but it's not going to be for anything like significant amounts of time okay all right last one Amy your second favorite on the roster right now. It might actually be your favorite favorite. It could be why, you know, it could be your favorite for other reasons, though. Maximum male models. Um, I don't, I see them being a team in the tag division. Kind of like, um, what was it? The Vaude Villains. Kind of mm-hmm. like they're there. They they probably will put on some good matches, but I don't ever see them getting the gold around their waist. Okay. So to be clear, out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten tag teams, you guys have said that there's really only one, two, three, four of them that could hold tag team gold legitimately on the roster right now right as as is like like as it is right now yeah who knows if triple h does his magic right so so in thinking about how triple h could work his magic right that's a great transition so thank you for that you you put that right out there for me okay um triple h is really great at finding talent to put other younger guys over right because he got that rub from flair and he got that rub from Foley and he got that, you know what I mean? So, so he got that rub from all those guys that came just before him that were big, just before him with Sean and with Brett. Um, and so I, I think he is big on bringing those older names back. Uh, if you could bring one veteran tag team as they are right now, 2022, right in to help legitimize some of these teams, because of these 10 teams, you just told me six of them aren't legitimate, right? If you could bring in one veteran tag team that'll put on quality matches, they aren't going to make it a snooze fest on your TV, but you think could help legitimize some of these tag teams and make them feel bigger and potentially have the ability to have a run with the tag team championships, who would it be? I'm going to go to Cuz first. All right, so are we talking about like 
former existing guys that have wrestled in WWE. We're talking about we're, we're talking about guys that aren't necessarily in WWE right now, or maybe they're in WWE. They've been split up. Um, but we're talking about a tag team that you could bring in in 2022, meaning they can still work, they can still go, um, and they could legitimize your tag division. So if it was from somebody inside of WWE, it would be the Dirty Dogs. Okay. If it was from any tag team that I would say to bring in, I'd say bring in the Wolves. Hmm. Yeah, bring in the Wolves and uh, and Eddie Richards and uh, oh yeah, Eddie Richards, the uh, Davy Richards and uh, <laughs> I can't believe I did that. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, and Richard Richards. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but bring in the Wolves. I, I think that would be incredible. And frankly, I think that the Wolves could have a tag team championship run in this division right now, and it would be completely legitimate. Oh, you for know, sure. It would be completely legitimate. And and frankly. I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen because Triple H likes the workers workers. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there. He's like, Hey, sign these guys. I don't care how much it costs, you know, pay impact. We want them, you know? So Amy, if if you could bring one tag team back, legitimize this tag team division a little bit, who, who are you bringing in? So this would have to have a lot of things happen in order for it to actually come to happen. Um, but I think a tag team that they already have half of that could that already knows the WWE style of tag teams and the way to do like legitimate TV. Um, I would try to get Christian and bring Edge and Christian mm. together because that will do what like one thing it'll take Edge out of this like singles run kind of vortex he's in where it's like he deserves to be in the main event. But like you don't want them in the main event all the time because like it becomes repetitive. And then it'll all but it'll also put two guys who like pretty much started as a tag team and like no tag team wrestling. So I I feel like that would be a good addition to the WWE tag team division. Mm. And like obviously both these guys can go. I think but. the only way that would ever happen is if he was with Impact and not AEW. I think Tony would just be too much of a dick and wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. Well, it would it would have to be a buyout. It would have to yeah. be a buyout. Um. So I, I've got two answers here, right? I've got the uh, the workhorse answer, right? Um, and I've got the nostalgia answer, both of which I think would be successful. Okay. Uh, the workhorse answer, the fashion police. I think if you bring them back in and it's without the gimmicky bullshit, like it wasn't NXT when they won that, those NXT tag team titles right before um, they started letting people go Mm -hmm. um, right, right at the beginning of COVID there. Right. Um, If you let them be that fashion police where they have the gimmicky entrance, but that's the only thing that's gimmicky about them. Um, they aren't shooting the comedy segments backstage every 12 seconds and doing all the bullshit. Um, I think that that that's a tag team with two veteran guys who get the best out of people in the ring and gives other teams wins. You know, um, I think that if you have the fashion police versus Los Lotharios, a that's a banger. 
right? And B, um, you know, I think that that win helps Los Lotharios get up there, kind of like Eddie and Chavo, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think I think it legitimizes them in that way. Um, because, I mean, think about how Eddie and Chavo came up in the tag team division. They beat the Bashams. You know what I mean? Like they they beat the Bashams, they beat uh right to center. You know, <laughs> like um, so they beat those teams that we know had no chance. I mean, the Bashams did eventually, but at that time they had no chance of winning the tag team championships. That can be the fashion police. Um, and people still enjoy watching it because of the match they're gonna get because of it, you know. Um, if I'm going with my nostalgia answer here, I'm I'm going with the rock and roll express. I mean, th those two guys still go out there and take the bumps and do the and do the spots. And even if it's just for like the Ricky Steamboat in the in the mid two thousand ten, I think it was like two thousand ten there or two thousand eight or whatever it was, right? Um, even if it's like that that just a couple months stent, and they go through and they pick up losses against alpha academy against uh ginger and shanky against uh the mysterios or the, the lotharios like even if they just go out there and they put these guys over for a couple of months i think those teams bump up in credibility just a little bit because wwe can play into all the tape they have on them you know and so i, I feel like that's that's an easy way to gain a couple of points in the WWE universe book um, with the, with the rock and roll express. Amy, you look like you disagree. I would be 100% okay with them being like a mentor. I don't want to see them wrestle on TV. I don't even want to see them wrestle in an indie show. Like, I mean, it's just, it's by... too much of an unbelievable act against like young guys now mm. so. like real talk i would rather them be in like a coach position because it's like the stooges all over again but mm. like there's too much cynicism in the crowd to like you know just be like okay the stooges can kick ass Okay, that's fair. Those are that's a fair take. Let me know what you think in the comments below, YouTube viewers. Let me know what you think. All right, let's keep this thing running here. Um, and I'm going to round out the men's division now, and then we're going to talk about the women's division for just a just a few moments here with the tag uh, tournament going on right now and everything happening. Okay, so right now we have a unified tag team championship. Um, there is some debate as to whether or not when the Usos lose those belts if they will be split back up or if they'll stay unified. Um, I want to know your opinion. Do you think that we should keep these tag titles unified? Um, why or why not? I'm going to start with ref Amy first. Well, it, it really depends on, are they planning to keep the brand separate? If they're not unify the titles, if everyone's going to be wrestling on every show, unify the titles. If they're going to keep the brand separate, obviously like I would keep them, separate um i would change them up i would probably make them a lot like what they were in the early 2000s so they at least look different and they don't just look like the same title but i don't like it 
people like to say that just because like the division's like smaller because obviously if we divide your list in half it looks really small but like if you look back on like previous generations it just you would have the main feud and then you would build up another um tag team and so like it's okay if it's like small a small division but you could create new stars like nxt is a constant like pool of new guys coming in and whether and as soon as they get ready for tv they could bring them up so it's like it's not like it's a stagnant product as far as talent wise if they split the two rosters and have two different belts but it, it really depends on their plan so okay cuz i think that moving forward they should just have one tag title and tag teams should not be exclusive to a brand. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I kind of agree with with that a little bit. I think we should have one championship and one tag team championship. Um. And I think that if we have one one championship and one tag team championship. I think that the champions can go from place to place, you know, champions prerogative, where are they going to show up this week? Um, you know, and, and I think that that's an easy thing to do because then what you can do is you can build up two tag teams on each brand to be battling in those championship contenders matches against the champions when they're on the show that week or against each other for a number one contender spot. And um, and then, you know, you have a challenger at a pay-per-view. Say you're at SummerSlam and you take, you take on the Raw challengers. Well, you already know who the next in line is. And there's a vested interest in the continuance of watching the product. Um, and so I think that that's an important thing that we're not getting right now from the tag division. Um, and I think that, it should be that way with the with the big belt too. Um and I think that they need to get rid of the multiple belts. Right? Like it needs to be one set of tag belts and one unified championship. I think they should bring back the old undisputed championship from uh from two thousand one or two thousand two, whatever that was, because that belt was beautiful. Um okay. Let's dive into this women's division a little bit. Um my first question for you guys with these tag titles that were vacated because of the walkout with Sasha and Naomi, uh, they're having this, this tournament for it right now. My first question for you is, uh, has the tournament lived up to your expectations thus far? Why or why not? Um, and, and in that, in the context of that, keeping in mind that both the NXT teams who were supposed to be part of this thing have gotten hurt. Yep. Right. Um, so now we have this last chance. And listen, WWE played it off spectacularly, right? They did the best they could do in that situation. Someone got hurt. Okay, great. Well, here's the team that that is next in line over there. Boom. They were they were just recently in the title picture. It makes sense. We're gonna put them we're gonna put them here and let them go after these tag titles now. And then when that team got hurt, they said, Okay, listen. People are getting hurt. It's a highly competitive situation. We're going to give everyone that lost a chance. 
And if you lost, you have, now have a chance to get back in here and win that last spot and get back into the tournament, right? It makes it like double elimination. They played it off while they explained it to the to the audience. So I don't think that that part of it has been a negative on my end, but I'm anxious to hear what you guys have to say about it. I'm going to start with Cuz on this one. I think it's stupid that they did the, you know, if you lost, you should get your right to go back in because let's not pretend like these are actual tag teams that came up as tag teams. These are just singles that they slapped together and made a faction on NXT with. Why didn't they just take the two girls that aren't hurt and put them on a team with each other? Mm. Well, because one's a face and one's a heel. (laughs) That's why. Odd couple. That's why. Well, I mean, it's happened before happened before amy what do you think so cuz brings up a good point and this is like something that is um because tag teams in women's wrestling is relatively new i think i off the top of my head uh, the only natural tag team for women's that i can think of is the renegade twins right now going through like the indie circuit and those are girls who literally started their career as a tag team so they know the psychology of tag team uh wrestling so it's really hard to get you to buy into girls tag teams because it's new to the division. The, I'm going to go actually the opposite of where I went for the men's about the titles. I think personally WWE needs to combine the NXT and the main roster tag titles mm. because, because of the fact that you don't have those authentic tag teams in the women's division yet. It, in 10 years, uh, that could be totally different. Because like I said, people are going into the business wanting to be a tag team. So in order to build those stars, I feel like we need to like two one t- one pair of titles, and that way you could ha- build them in NXT like they used to, like with the iconics and stuff. They built those those two as a tag team, and then they could go to the main roster and go for the belts. And sometimes the belts can come to NXT every now and then. Like I think that should be a title that is going around all the different brands to NXT Europe, Japan, wherever they go. And that way they could use that to build tag teams instead of just, again, throwing people together and expecting us to buy into them being a good tag team. Yeah. And that, that actually leads into my next question. It's actually my la- my last question for this, uh, for this show tonight is, should we go back to the women's tags being on all three brands? That was my, my next point that I was going to, I was going to ask you guys. So Amy, obviously you do believe that's the case. Uh, Cause I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Do you think the women's tag title should go back to being defended on all three brands? To be honest, I feel like they're trying to save face with the walkout. Because in my opinion, until they strengthen up the division, they should put the belts on hiatus. Hmm. Hmm. I actually agree with that because right now it is like a scramble to try to fill this spot. And this is just trying to make the champions. Imagine trying to make the contenders and then the people after that. And then like WrestleMania comes by and they just throw eight people in a ring and be like, yeah, this is for the title. Right. Right. I I would, I would really like it if, you know, they would start doing like a tag show. Mm. Kind of like how they did the women's pay-per-view. Do an all tag team, like just a special. Yeah, like literally just build everything up and make everything better. And just take the time to teach the psychology, like bring tags in with the purpose of bringing in tags. 
So that way you don't have to make single stars out of the tags that you do have. You know, there's none of that, you know, well, in a couple of years, which one of these guys are we going to pay and which one of these guys are we going to cut? Right. Um, I just feel like that's the way it should go, but. That's fair. That's fair. I think that they should go back to being on all three brands. I, I 100% agree with that sentiment. Um, I think that this tournament has been entertaining for what it was, you know, for what it is. I think that it's been good for what it is. Right. And it is going, it's still going. (laughs) Right. You know, and, and I think that it's apparent where it's going, you know, we're going to get this Bailey faction winning these championships it's going to happen that's why they held off on the title and on the tournament announcement right it's not a coincidence that these guys these ladies come back at SummerSlam and then they announce that the that the tournament's finally going to happen now you know um and and i think that that it's a perfect setup because they what they wanted to do was if they're able to get Sasha and Naomi to come back and they're able to get that pop when that music hits. When Sasha Banks' music hits the next time on WWE TV, you watch. That pop is going to rival any pop aside from Cody Rhodes we've gotten in the WWE in the last five years. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And 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 with them being as over as they will be because of it, Okay, regardless of whether we personally agree with how they walked out, why they walked out, whatever, right? Because of the pop they're going to get and because of how over they're going to be because of it, now you have a heel team that has won this tournament and a face team that can go, you never beat us. And you can make that program work for months while you're building up women's tags and bringing up women's tags from NXT and doing whatever you've got to do. And I, and listen, I was never a huge fan of the Iconics. When I went to WrestleMania with Will and it was a women's tag team match, I was like, it's time to go get a beer. You know, like I admitted it. I, 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 I just, I was never a huge fan, but man, do I miss them right now? Man, do I miss them right now? Because this would have been their time. You know what I mean? Like this would have been it. And could you imagine an Iconics versus Toxic Attraction feud? It would have been fantastic. It would have been fantastic, hands down, you know? Um, but listen, we can only say so much about it. We want to hear what you, our viewers and our listeners, have to say about it. So if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you're listening on Sportswire, if you're watching on Roku TV, hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. If you're watching on YouTube, hit us up in the comments below. Let us know what your thoughts are on the state of the WWE tag division and the women's tag division. And uh, let us know your thoughts. We will get back to you at our at our absolute earliest availability. We love interacting with our listeners and with our viewers. And uh, we really appreciate you all helping make our show the success that it is. So thank you all so much for joining us here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. On behalf of my panel here tonight, we will catch you next time.